Welcome to episode 827 of the 1010 Thrive podcast, brought to you by 1010 Thrive Ministries. 1010 Thrive. 10 minutes a day, based on 10 guidelines for abundant living. The Babylonian exile occurred in the context of a power struggle between the Neo-Babylonian Empire and the Kingdom of Judah. After the fall of the Assyrian Empire, Babylon emerged as a dominant power in the region. When King Jehoiakim of Judah rebelled against Babylonian King Nebuchadnezzar II, the latter responded by besieging Jerusalem. Jehoiakim died during the siege, and his son Jehoiachin surrendered. The Babylonians took Jehoiachin, along with a number of the kingdom's officials, craftsmen, warriors, and artisans to Babylon. This was an attempt to prevent further rebellions by weakening Judah's leadership and military capabilities. Ezekiel, the priest, was among those taken in 597 BC. Living amidst a vibrant, polytheistic culture vastly different from his Judaic traditions would have felt isolating and disorienting for Ezekiel. Stripped of his priestly role and authority, he might have faced the sting of demotion and the challenge of finding his place in a new social order. Life in exile likely imposed restrictions on movement and expression, potentially hindering his ability to fulfill his prophetic calling openly. His pronouncements of judgment against Judah and even Babylon could have been met with disbelief or hostility from both Israelites and Babylonians. His calls for repentance and change could have provoked fear and resentment, especially among those comfortable with the established order. Ezekiel 12.25 For I am the Lord, I will speak the word that I will speak, and it will be performed, it will no longer be delayed. But in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, declares the Lord God. For I am the Lord. This opening phrase establishes God's authority and sovereignty. It reminds the audience that the pronouncements come from the highest power, not from a mere human prophet. I will speak the word that I will speak, and it will be performed. Or another version puts it this way, I will speak, and the word that I speak will come to pass. This statement emphasizes the certainty of God's words. They are not empty pronouncements, but promises that will be fulfilled, without delay. It will no longer be delayed. This phrase suggests that the time for waiting is over. God's judgment is imminent and will not be postponed any further. But in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it. This directly addresses the people of Judah, calling them out for their rebellion and making it clear that they will witness the consequences in their own lifetime. Declares the Lord God. The repetition of God's title reinforces the divine origin and authority of the message. Verse 25 serves as a warning to the people of Judah. It highlights the seriousness of their situation and the certainty of God's judgment. It also demonstrates God's patience and mercy. Despite their rebellion, God has given them time to repent and turn back to Him. However, this time is running out, and the consequences of their actions are soon to be realized. The verse also offers hope for those who turn to God in repentance. It implies that God's word is not only about judgment, but also about restoration. If the people humble themselves and turn away from their sin, there is still a chance for forgiveness and renewal. 
In the New Testament, Jesus makes several statements that echo this theme of the certainty and fulfillment of God's word. Matthew 5:17-18. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Later Jesus says this in Matthew 24 verses 34 to 35. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Both Ezekiel and Jesus served as powerful messengers of God's word. Ezekiel conveyed God's messages to the Israelites in exile, while Jesus preached the kingdom of God during his earthly ministry. Both assert the idea that God's words are true and will come to pass, underscoring the faithfulness and sovereignty of God in fulfilling his promises and prophecies. Today's Top 10 List 10 Ways Ezekiel's Role as a Prophet in the Hebrew Bible Parallels or Foreshadows Aspects of Jesus' Ministry in the New Testament Number 1 Divine Commission Both Ezekiel and Jesus received a divine commission for their ministry. Ezekiel's prophetic calling came through a vision while Jesus' ministry was inaugurated at his baptism with a divine affirmation. Number 2 Teaching through parables and symbols Ezekiel often used parables and symbolic actions to convey his messages, a method that Jesus also frequently employed in his teachings. For example, Ezekiel 17 verses 2-10 presents a parable about two eagles and a vine, symbolizing the political alliances and betrayals of Judah's kings with foreign powers, illustrating how these actions led to Judah's downfall. Both employ symbolic actions to emphasize their messages. Ezekiel performs symbolic acts like lying on his side for days and eating a scroll while Jesus washes his disciples' feet and institutes the symbolic bread and wine of the Eucharist. These actions transcend literal interpretations and serve as powerful visual metaphors for spiritual realities. Number 3 Role as a Shepherd in Ezekiel 34, Ezekiel was portrayed as a shepherd to the lost and scattered people of Israel. This is similar to Jesus, who described himself as the Good Shepherd in John 10 verse 11. Number 4 Ministry of Healing and Restoration Ezekiel's vision of the Valley of Dry Bones symbolizes the restoration of life to Israel, paralleling Jesus' ministry of healing and bringing spiritual life to the people. Number 5 Messages of Judgment and Hope Both Ezekiel and Jesus preached messages of judgment alongside promises of hope and restoration, calling people to repentance and renewal. Number 6 Confronting Religious Leadership Ezekiel often confronted the corrupt religious leaders of his time, a theme echoed in Jesus' ministry, where he challenged the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and other religious authorities. Number 7 Visions of a New Temple Ezekiel's detailed vision of a new temple can be seen as a precursor to Jesus' promise of a new way of worship and the establishment of the church as the new spiritual temple. 
Number eight. Personal suffering. Both faced significant personal suffering in their mission. Ezekiel experienced the loss of his wife, while Jesus endured crucifixion and death. Both Ezekiel and Jesus embody the concept of the suffering servant. This shared motif signifies the willingness to endure sacrifice for the sake of a higher purpose, highlighting the redemptive power of suffering and selflessness. Number 9 Experiencing Rejection Ezekiel was warned that he would face rejection by his own people, a fate that Jesus also experienced. This shared experience reflects the potential conflict between prophetic truth and established power structures. Number 10 Agents of a New Covenant Ezekiel prophesied about a new covenant, a concept that is central to Jesus' mission. Both Ezekiel and Jesus pointed towards a future hope. Ezekiel with his prophecies of restoration and the coming kingdom and Jesus with his teachings about the coming of the kingdom of God and eternal life. These parallels highlight the continuity within the biblical narrative. Father, with hearts bent low and spirits yearning, we surrender to your word. Speak, and it shall be done. Perform your promises in our days, and may we, like Ezekiel and Jesus, become living testimonies to your enduring love and unfailing grace. That's our episode. Remember that God calls you not only to live, but to thrive. Live life to the fullest today.